Yeah, six minutes it is before 8 p.m. We're going to take a look now at the issue around uh, runaway food prices. And um, uh, I think uh, the, the last person who sent the voice note was asking about it. Well, where I'm going happens to be a neighbor of the institution that we're going to be speaking next to. That's the Competition Commission, uh, who are investigating the price of a range of essential food products after consumers, it said, were subjected to unjustified increases over the past few years. Now, Stats SA uh, saying food prices rose 13.6% year-on-year last month, the highest level seen since April 2009. Uh, And that was, of course, in the throes of the fallout from the global financial crisis. I'm joined on the line uh, to talk through what uh, this uh, probe will involve, uh, but more importantly, on finding whatever it is subsequently found, uh, what powers uh, there might be I guess, to effectively enforce uh, whatever remedial or other actions that the Commission proposes. I'm joined on the line by Tulani Mandiriza, Principal Economist out at the CompCom. Tulani, good evening. Welcome. Uh, good evening, Aya. Uh, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. Tulani, how's it? I know. I'm, I'm, I'm well. We should, we should actually... We are, we are neighbors. We should just... Yeah, you are just you, you are on the right. You are adjacent, actually. Um, so, so we must certainly uh, make some time. I've been saying also to Prasipo uh, that uh, I, I probably need to pop in for a visit uh, soon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Tulani, you, you guys announcing earlier on today a probe here into runaway food prices. We know what uh, the Comcom has done when there have been instances of price gouging coming to the party, but this time around, it's uh, the kind of uh, runaway increases of the stuff that poorer households spend an inordinately am- uh, larger amount of their cash on? Yeah, no, that's, no, that, 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 that's, that's true. I, I think we, we, we are in a, almost like a, you know, a, pande- a pandemic of, of, of some sort. Mm. So what we, have done with this, what we have done with this report um, uh, is that we, we, we track you know, food prices uh, from the retail price, from the producer price, we started this, I think, in 2020, that's the beginning of the COVID pandemic. And we're just trying to see, you know, you know, wherever there's a crisis, there's also opportunistic, opportunistic behavior. So that's how we started trying to check all these prices so that at least there isn't an advantage, you know, uh, being taken over, you know, taken off by, you know, by, by the retailers or the wholesalers. Uh, so this report that we have released uh, today is mostly uh, based on publicly available information, and and we just track using such different kinds of data, you know, surface to just try and see what is the set of of you know of competition or what is the set of pricing uh, with respect uh, of all these uh, you know of all these products that we see we track. Uh, so it's different from uh, a formal investigation. So what this report does, it points the commission to areas of concern. Um, you know, and they subsequent to these kinds of reports, then the commission would launch a formal, a formal investigation against some of the firms that are involved in this, uh, in this, uh, in this value chain and all these products that you, that you are concerned about. So this is a publicly available, uh, using publicly available information to get insights to what is happening. Then we use this particular insight to, uh, you know, uh, you know, direct our enforcement work. Uh, or advocacy work. Uh, so, so I just want to be clear that up. So we do have this, this, this report as a monitoring report, but out of this monitoring report, we have since launched uh, some investigation mm. uh, against some of the major retailers and some of the major... So what goes into a monitoring report, Tulani? I mean, just for the purposes of our listeners, uh, because we might be interested. I mean, are you tracking prices of c- certain products over time? Are you... 
you know, looking at even the cost base associated with the production of specific products? What goes into monitoring? Yeah, so, so what goes into monitoring is one, we look retail price, we use a CCI data that is produced by SSA. Then we also try and use the producer price index as a proxy for the production uh, cost that firms, you know, the aggregate firms in that particular subsector are facing. So we use that producer, producer price index as well as the CPI. And then we try and estimate what is the margin. Is there a change in the margin over time? So, so we, we have done this. Uh, from 2020, so we, we now have a very clear, uh, you know, clear trend. Then what we also do is we also use, you know, the surface price to try and see, uh, you know, you know, you know, if it, it, it may, uh, if the may really have a clear, uh, you know, what is influencing this price, and we check that with the surface price because it's a, it's a, it's a traded commodity. We just try and see, you know, what 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 is the data telling us? Is there a reason to be concerned? So. So what we have found out is that at least there is reason for the commission to be compensated because there isn't really a you know a, a smooth a, a kind of relationship between, for instance, the surface price and the price that we pay uh, in the shop for maybe for instance, like so there is that decoupling you know kind of divergence uh, you know between those. Then it, it what it tells us is that you have to look at, at, at what are the what are the cost drivers for, for this thing. You now need to probe a little bit more. I think that's how we, we, we monitor the prices. We also do the you know the fresh produce, um, you know, where we, we look at the municipal market, try and see what was the, the farmers what was paid you know by the what was paid to the farmers mm. and what we are paying at, at the so to just get an indication about if the margins are changing significantly, what what is driving that is it an opportunistic kind of kind kind of pricing and just to understand the power dynamics they there of so so this is what we do, and I think in this version, something that you have to uh, think about tomorrow as you get to your office is is the poetry, right? So we had a deep dive in the poetry. So what we're trying to investigate in this report is to see what is the impact uh, of highly concentrated markets in, in the poetry value chain, and does that translate into some kind of pricing of you? Mm. Uh, and what you also what you also checked in this report is the role of imports, right? So, so what we find in this report, imports really play a significant role in constraining the behavior of uh, of the local uh, the local manufacturers. And 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 you can see from the data when the tariffs were imposed, uh, you know what concerns us as the commission is that the the food, uh, you know, the the poultry process also increased their prices, which is counterintuitive. From what ITAC or the minister is intended to do, mm, so, mm. so 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 instead of you know you know at least remaining the price because they now have trade protection, uh, but what you are seeing is that once tariffs are imposed, they also raise their own their you know their their yeah. prices as well. So so that it trade is, protection, yeah, that trade protection is effectively used as a cover to increase their prices. <laughs> Maybe to learn, the other question, of course, is to what degree is there a connection? between market structure, so how, you know, that market is chopped up between different players. Is there one dominant player? Are there a few dominant players? To what degree is there a connection between that and some of the pricing abuse or pricing behavior that you don't want? Um, to what degree are those two things connected? It's very, 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 there is a direct correlation. So, so there is, you know, in highly concentrated markets, you, you, you know, without 
proper enforcement and monitoring, there is going to be, there is going to be a you know, So, for instance, if you look in poetry industry, for instance, where we have, we have two firms that control 60% of the market, and, and, and three or four firms control 70% of the market, right? So, so this is where I think, you know, your, your, your work in terms of trade policy, uh, you know, uh, and, and, and in these highly concentrated markets, mm. you know, today, today requires additional, additional, additional support and what level of support would that be? And, and what mechanism, you know, from a, from a trade policy perspective can be put in place, you know, uh, you know, when this guys apply for tariff relief? You know, you know, is there any commitment that they can make, you know, from a pricing perspective? So I think we just saw some trend that was a bit, um, and then, of course, I guess the, the, the other element that many South Africans are asking themselves is, this is still a monitoring report. There might be a thoroughgoing report thereafter. Once you find compelling evidence of this pricing abuse, um, as a re- subsequent, I guess, to the end of this probe, uh, what do you then do? Yeah, so, so we do have a lot of a, a lot of uh, you know major actions that are available to us in terms of the act, right? So so one one of that I think is is the ten percent over fine and and you know the prosecute and and you know it's found guilty and they then they then they pay the fine. But what is more important I think um, is for us is that you know that process will take its course. But what you want is we don't want consumers to suffer for long. Mm. Uh, whilst, whilst this litigation is in process because it can, it can be time consuming. But, but I think these kinds of reports that you produce actually signal to the market the area that concerns the commission. And so, for instance, when we formally you know, launched an investigation in around June last year into, into sunflower oil and cooking oil, prices drastically reduced during the, the month that we initiated this investigation. So, so this is the kind of relief that we want, you know, quick and, and, and immediate so that at least Consumers are not, you know, are not, you know, taken advantage over over a very long period of time. So the mm-hmm. same thing, an example that we normally give is the PCR test, uh, where you know during COVID, you know, do you do you prosecute uh, these guys? Uh, you know, it runs for two years, or you sit down with them and say, you know, look, we are found you this, this is problematic, and a remedial action is just to cut the prices. You know, at a certain level, then immediately relief to, uh, you know, to the, to the consumers rather than going through this prolonged, prolonged process. But we do have all mechanisms available. We, we can do advocacy. Uh, we can we can, we can get into certain arrangements. If all of that doesn't work, then we we, we yeah we just use the stick that we have, uh, which is which is penalty. Mm, mm. We leave it here, my brother. Certainly not uh, the last time we will hear from yourselves at the ComCom on this particular matter. Uh, and I think you and I must grab coffee on Monday because I'm, I'm still quite keen to hear a bit more about uh, this poultry story and to what degree it takes the sting out of uh, many of our trade instruments. Thank you so much. I am here. I'm talking to the right person. I will make this work. Thank you so much. Shout to Lani. Thanks, my brother. Shout to Sure, sure. Tulani there is the principal economist out at uh, the Competition Commission. Tulani Mandiriza uh, out at the ComCom.